Wilderness Bedrock, Midnight Sessions, A Midlife Crisis, An Answer to Prayer, Inspired Two Decades of Solo Night Adventures in the Tetons of Wyoming. These are the tales of this woman's journey, seeking hope in the darkness and finding a childlike heart renewed in the night in my wilderness sojourns with God. So listen, relax, and perhaps find a place of peace to dream. It will be snowing stars in the cold dark of the wilderness tonight, and I am dreaming with my eyes wide open as I ski out beneath the shadow of the Teton. The parking lot at Taggart Lake was empty when I arrived at dusk. Sometimes I wonder why I feel so compelled to come out and play in the cold and the dark winter wilderness while everyone else rushes to safe havens. Friends ask, why do you bother to go out in the night? What can you see in the dark? You'll freeze your crazy self. And yes, I do get frozen a bit. So my face is painted with bear grease instead of makeup. And I am wrapped in all the layers that can capture heat and push back the cold. I wear buffs and beanies. And around those, I am wrapped in a loose woolen scarf so that when I breathe out, it makes a pocket of warm air it puffs back out like dragon smoke. Goggles to keep my eyelashes from icing together when I squint against this kind of bitter cold. Crystals of ice cling to wisps of my gray hair already and dangle like silver bling, lashing with starlight. When I head out, it isn't how cold I feel that matters. It is how the cold makes me feel. And it isn't what I can see, but how I see it when I am alone in the dark and the wilds. This sojourn isn't shrouded in fear, although I do let out a few yelps of surprise here and there, but I escape into it with anticipation. Winter teases and my childlike heart wakes up, full of hope in the vastness of these dancing shadows and lights and the expanse of the wilderness. It is just dusk when I set out. The Tetons are in black and white silhouette, but winter pastels linger in the sky, soft hues of rose, violets, and blues, just blossoming with starlight. The pastels melt into the darker shades of Russian blues, mulberries, and wine. Night descends, never a flat black canopy. This shroud of darkness that blinds me, this sleeping silence that makes me feel almost deaf, makes me look and listen more intently. Familiar elements shift their shapes, mold with shadow and light, and reform into new creations. Again, I see them as if for the first time, surreal and dreamlike. In this blind world, in the snow-covered quiet, my ears can hear whispers of the wilds, a raven's caw, the creek ice cracking 
the breeze shushing the pines. And finally, I'm hearing sounds that tell stories about wild things all around me. A raven nearby is really laughing at me with his caw. The water and the ice are wrestling in the cold. Wind is singing in the trees, telling its stories as it moves down the canyon and moves the trees themselves to dance. I am skiing away from the day's distractions and into the night and into the present. The weight of the cold has begun pushing deeper and harder now against the elements as I cross Little Cottonwood Creek. It is still gurgling beneath the bridge, but few pools remain as tendrils of ice clasp over the bits of racing water like hands, cupping it, wooing it, slowing it down, whispering words of sleep and stillness, sculpted and still. There is a heavy resisting tension in cold, All things move against the king of winter that compels the world to slow down, sink down, sleep, perhaps die. The cold pushes against me as I move, whispering to me to slow down, to stop, to rest. It is already seeping into my flesh and bone, and movement is the only thing that will keep me from yielding, pausing, stopping to sleep. And as I move, I think about the winter of my life and when I will slow and sleep and die. As push and pull of skis kick across the snow, sending puffs of snow dust glittering into the air around my feet, clouds of breath with whispered sighs, life drawn in, life breathed out, arms lift up and down as if in supplication and prayer as I push ski poles forward and back and forward again into the unknown. My only focus right now is to huff and puff my way along Little Cottonwood Creek out to discover the wonders God has for me this night. I have the night and the Tetons and this mystery to myself. Not another soul to be seen, not another new ski track in the snow. And I smile to myself. Midwinter is deeply snowbound this year. The hard surface gives me easy passage north through the meadows below the mountains. Past the old log cabins, I go zigzagging towards Lupin Meadows. Delicate frost crystals mirror the stars, gilding stone and tree spinning dry grass to gold. A layer of hoarfrost grows up out of the meadow snow crust. Aspen and cottonwood branches are coated with its fringe as if they were covered in spring blossoms. Sagebrush, laced in a twinkling myriad of frost fairy lights as I brush against them, my coat glitters too. It feels like a holy night, with these tiny fires ignited with the spark of cold shimmering everywhere. Night is where God speaks into the darkness, and Christ strikes the match, and the light leaps into flames of burning bushes. The whisper of curiosity, it compels, come closer, come see the magic unfold. Winter is filled with the crushing quiet of silence. It works on things of this earth, it works in my spirit. Questions furrowed out, worries banished with the slap of cold that shouts, live or die, breathe, move, live, or be still, and in that stillness lies death. 
and so I push on, push through the miles until I reach Lupin Meadows, stand at the base of the Tetons, exhausted and doubling over, breathing hard. And in those threats of death, winter has breathed life into me again, and I breathe it new and feel free and young and full of life again, even though I still look like a wee little old woman in the endless wilderness. I pull out my tea party, one I always celebrate when I reach my goal, or even if I don't. It is too cold to sit and be still, so I stay standing, resting on my ski poles as I drink hot Irish breakfast tea laced with lots of sugar, pieces of chocolate, and a chocolate-salted caramel cookie. I can taste little of it because it's so cold, but I imagine the flavor and the bits of sugar and the warmth of the hot tea soothe body and soul. The wavering shadows glitter off snow and the mountain peaks seem to shift and move gray, blue, purple, white interchange, merge briefly and then drop away into the blacks of the canyons. The thumb of Tiwanak seems to twitch. Snow absorbs sound and the crash of an avalanche is faint. All I can see are puffs of snow chasing each other down the gully. I turn for home, slip back over the creek bed at the edge of the meadow and step onto unbroken snow. It shifts and drops around me with a whoomph, like a bear sighing in the night. I know what it is, but it still makes me jump and pause when the snow breathes like that. I move between the tall cottonwoods, gray bark, drooping twigs and branches that reach toward the creek, standing like old gray women. The miles fly by, the Big Dipper hangs low above the northern peaks and reaches towards the ground. I stop for a breather. It's minus 10 degrees Fahrenheit, 3 a.m., and the cold sings and the elements are still dancing. The night sky is swept clean and so pure that starlight fractures the dark and sends lights spiraling down around me like snowflakes. It is snowing stars tonight. I reach the bridge at Little Cottonwood Creek, the last goal before the car and home and a hot bath and a fire. My mind is only on pushing forward. My flesh is cold to the bone, and I ache with it. But as I cross the bridge, it suddenly shudders, and a slow rumble comes from beneath. A groan echoes down the creek bed, and a squeal of metal on metal races over top the iron girders above me. As the cold pushes against the joints, the weight of it slowly permeating the very core until even iron shifts and molds in its grasp. Tonight, the king of winter presses down into the very soul of the earth, and all of creation groans with the burden of this season, and the wilderness exposed and alive is pushed down to its bedrock, refined, remade, Winter glorious, its time, its purpose, its season of blessing, as it brings rest, sleep, and even death, as it makes way for the rebirth of spring. I am out in this winter, in this cold, in this... Tonight, I am a part of this winter blessing, refined, changed in this wilderness. 
breathing in this cold, hearing the quiet, and dreaming with my eyes wide open as the stars swirl like snow around me. <laughs> 